office. To, uh, give me a call back and so I can share it with our listeners, okay? You updated. Thank you. All right, Have then. Andrew, I'm sorry I can't get to you. I've got um, uh, Justin Blake is going to be joining us. We're going to be talking about the 58th anniversary of the March on Washington and the march that happened this weekend. And his nephew, who was shot seven times in the back in Kenosha, Wisconsin, is speaking out for the first time of his ordeal. We'll be right back. What's in the news? The Talk of Chicago and the Voice of the Nation, 1690 WVON, Berwyn, Chicago. Mike Stevens with continuing coverage of Storm Ida on the Black Information Network. Louisiana Governor John Bell Edwards expects tough days and weeks ahead as the state recovers from Hurricane Ida. I can't tell you when the power is going to be restored. I can't tell you when all the debris is going to be cleaned up and repairs made and so forth. But what I can tell you is we're going to work hard every single day. Edwards told reporters the main focus is currently search and rescue, and it's been taking some time for him to view the damage because all aircraft is being used. The governor says the most critical infrastructure will see the lights back on sooner than other places. Jacob Blake has finally spoken out. He had an interview with CNN, and it was really telling. Reading the interview, I I was just really taken aback. And his uncle, Justin has been really on a crusade seeking justice, not only for just Jacob, but for all of these, you know, from the Rakia Boyds, for uh, George Floyd, and for Ahmaud Aubrey, and and Breonna Taylor, and God knows there are too many people to even talk about. So Justin is back. Uh, Justin was at the 58th anniversary of the March on Washington in Washington, D.C., this weekend. And Justin, thank you so much for joining us to give us this update. Um, were you surprised that your nephew um, finally spoke out to the media? Salam alaikum, sis. Thank you for having us always. Uh, we were sort of stunned because we had talked about it as a family trying to hold off on interviews till the civil case was over. Right. But my nephew's his own man and he elected to speak. We were speaking for him when he couldn't speak. Right. Now he speaks for himself. Um, but the mission that he, he and his father... Uh, that we're on is to make sure this doesn't happen to the rest of the little jakes that are out there. Yeah, and, and, and that's what I've appreciated so much about you traveling the country and, and staying in Kenosha and making sure and, and trying to get justice for Jacob. I had one concern. Uh, Jacob was talking about the unbearable pain that he is suffering. He would go three days without sleeping because he was in so much pain. And the more pain that he has, the more he stresses out. So he he didn't sleep for three days and then slept for 24 hours straight. And the first thing I thought about was uh, the uh, when it comes to giving pain medication, and on this day, as we talk about uh, Overday Dose Awareness Day, is that when African Americans, many times when they express that they are suffering for pain or if they feel some kind of way and they know it's not normal, they don't get the kind of care that um, other patients get or their white counterparts. I mean, they were pushing, I mean, they, they, they think that every, you know, they think that black people, uh, say that they're in pain uh, just so that they can get 
these uh, powerful dro- drugs and opioids in them. Do you think that Jacob's his his pain management is being uh, is being addressed like it should be? Hell no, hell no, because it would be so much further in his therapy than he is. He couldn't even go to therapy when they tried the first time because he was in so much pain. Now that he's mentally ready to do it, he physically can't because they still haven't addressed the pain. So our whole community's in pain. Uh, we, when we're in the city of Chicago, work with Midlands Coalition to stop the violence in Inglewood and all over the city of Chicago so all the mothers don't have to witness their children experience black-on-black crime, not to mention uh, police and black-on-crime. Right. So, I mean, he needs, uh, he just got a new doctor, and we're hoping that this doctor can better help him with his pain management. If that, in, case, in fact, happens, then he'll be doing tremendously better when he goes to his therapy. But you can't even concentrate. That's like a kid concentrate with no food in his stomach at school. He can't concentrate on therapy because he's in so much damn pain. But everybody's looking at him funny in regards to giving him pain management because he looks like us. He's an African-American and African descent. So you're right. So he does not have what he needs. So I am very surprised about his progress. Um, the fact that he can stand up is a miracle in itself. Come on, yeah. It is a yeah. miracle. And like you said, how, now how long ago, remind our audience and myself, how long ago was he um, uh, shot in the back? How, how, many, how long ago was you're, it? You're looking at almost a year ago. We're a year ago past Monday. I'm sorry, so you're a year ago past Monday. Wow. Yeah. That, that, that is a tremendous. It, under the conditions, he's done tremendously well. Yeah. If we can somehow turn around and get better uh, doctors on board and, and get more positive people on board that's in the medical field, then the sky is the limit. He told us when I got done talking to him two weeks ago, uh, about three weeks ago now, after I gave him this big uh, rousing speech about how we broke Everson Township squatting record and we really took on loving weights and loving the challenge. And he told us, damn it, Uncle, I'm going to walk by next summer. So if he believes that, we believe That is, I mean, it's really powerful. And, and I, listen, I believe him. I absolutely oh, I believe him. him. Oh, yeah. And uh, he has the spirit uh, in him. He's always positive. He made it through the most hellish attack, hellish violent attack known this side of uh, uh, the Mississippi in the last 20, 30 years that was witnessed on camera. So his spirit is the highest thing he has in his favor. If he can keep and maintain that through all the pain, then we wholeheartedly believe he will be walking by next summer. You know, one of the other things that he said um, in his CNN interview is that he you know, and he was kind of out of it for a long time because, like you said, he was so much pain and couldn't really uh, concentrate on a lot of the news that was going on. But he said that he has hope uh, that the police officer, that he'll get justice um, from that police officer who who shot him in the back seven times after um, Jared Chauvin was sentenced to 22 and a half years in prison. Uh, how is that right. looking from your eyes, uh, uh, Justin? Well, we're down here in the hell of a battle. We just had his first annual rally. And the point of having his rally uh, for Jacob Blake still uh, standing was that we were telling the city of Kenosha's uh, founders 
that baby the Blake family's here with a big ass lunch. We realize that it's going to take time. Uh, three families just got somewhat justice in Milwaukee under the attorney of Kim Motley. Kim Motley uh, went in, they don't have uh, grand juries here in Wisconsin like we do. So what they have is Kimberly Motley, attorney, brought to uh, the attention of a judge, went in front of a judge, brought enough evidence that they got a police officer indicted that murdered three damn people. And it took five years. And it took so five years. So I wonder the family that we're here. We're not going nowhere until we get justice for my nephew. All right. We and- threw over 70 events last year thanks to leaders of Kenosha and uh, uh, Tanya McClain. That is really incredible. So tell me, what was it like being there for the 58th anniversary uh, for the March on Washington? Uh, of all of the speakers that you heard, who 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 touched you the most? Uh, Breonna Taylor's mom. Uh, we were with uh, Breonna Taylor's family. When she got up there, she lit it up. <laughs> she did not play. Uh, she, let, she really got to the heart that we're, under, we're in a war that we've been attacked, that we're continually being attacked, and that we have to sort of get the strength within us to love ourselves, to realize that we're under fire, and to acknowledge it. See, because many black African descendants and black people are walking around here like we're not at war. Oh, we are. Whenever you can shoot a young man seven times in the back, and a police officer goes back to work without any reper- uh, repercussions, um, then we are, in fact, at war. Whenever you can shoot somebody three, seven times in front of three babies sitting in the back seat, then we're at war. Whenever you can go into a house and murder a woman in her own house in her slippers, then we're at war. And we have to acknowledge that. I know it's hard for many African Americans because of colonialism, slavery, and everything else. But it's to our advantage to recognize that we are at a historical point, that if we unite, that if we uh, have certain demands and we push it through, we will finally get it, we believe. Just like little Jake's going to get justice, just like Grounded Taylor's going to get justice, we as a people, if we stick together once and for all, we can get all our demands met from all the work that our ancestors did through reparations and other means, that we can move forward as a whole intact and be part of this society that's going to be moving forward. All right, then. Justin Blake, uncle of Jacob Blake, thank you so much. And I'm so glad hey, I'm so glad to see the process. One, uh, one of your great listeners up in Evanston to the Boss family who lost their son last year to gun violence. He loves your program. Oh, well, thank you so much. And again, we are just so happy and elated that Jacob is making the type of progress that he is. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Purpose up. Big ups to the red, the black, and the green. Unity now. One Africa, baby. All right, then.